What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Opposite Reaction. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on the planet. This is the greatest 60 minutes of your week. Nick Hamilton, Jackie Ray in the building. And uh, we ready to kick things off. Y'all ready? Because I know I am. What is up, everybody? It's your girl, Jackie Ray. Nick Hamilton, as he said, in the building. This is the opposite reaction. We have a brand new home. Super excited about Well, it's yeah, brand yeah. new for me. It's old news for Nick. But it don't matter. It's brand new for me, so it's going to be brand new for everybody. We are here at the Good News Radio Station. And it's like, I don't know if, if y'all are following us or if y'all follow me on Instagram. I can't see the whole thing, but you see it say live on air. We live in the building. <laughs> yeah, it's old news, but it's good news. We're here on the Good News Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, everybody here on the network. Listen, like the first and foremost, thank Dash Radio because that was our former home. Yes. Appreciate the opportunity over there. You know, sometimes things move on and you got to move on, groove on. So, yeah, we Speaking were count surfing. grooving, though. We also have a live chat, you guys, so y'all can groove with us in there. Y'all can make some comments, uh, especially those of y'all. If y'all came over here from the fumble, I know y'all live in the chat. Um, let's be nicer in this chat than y'all are in that chat. Hey, though. man, bring it. <laughs> bring it. I wish a month. Nah, bring it. I mean, there's a lot to go. There's a lot going on. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the opposite reaction show. Make sure you check me out on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA as well as at Nightcast Media and on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. I am so easy. It's every well, not like easy, easy. You because you say the wrong thing, Nick. Look, it's funny, but I'm everywhere at J Ray the Fanatic. So make sure you follow me on all social media, J Ray the Fanatic. Oh man. Well, you know what? Welcome. We, we are welcomed by the Good News Radio Network. So thank y'all for listening. Greatly appreciate y'all listening. Listen, we got a jam-packed show. Definitely want to talk uh, about a lot of things that we have going on in the world. If you're not familiar with this show, we talk about the world of sports, pop culture, politics, even some tech stuff, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. So definitely chime in on that. In the state of California, where we are recording, in case you are listening outside of the state of California, California is almost in a crisis because when you look at what's going on moving forward, we got to pick a new governor or potentially pick a new governor because Gavin Newsom's recall is definitely on the line. Uh, the votes, uh, I think today is the last day to today vote. Today 7 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday, uh, what is it, 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock? 7 p.m. Damn. That's why I got my ballot in on the way here. Well, let me say this. by If anybody's listening, you can if you're already in line, it cannot make you get out right. of line. So make sure you stay in line until you're able to register your ballot, make make your, vo- your vote count, I should say, and make your voice heard. So appreciate it. Uh, first and foremost, while we're on this whole election topic, I mean, that's pretty much, there's a lot of candidates that have been coming in and say, I want to be in the gubernatorial race, but there's really only two candidates. There's obviously Gavin Newsom and then there's Larry Elder. The guy, the white guy in blackface. Yeah. I can't (laughs) trust a dude that's booty face. I can't, I can't trust a dude that's booty face. Nah, can't do it. Can't do it. It's too much brown around his mouth. You talking about the way his face looks. I'm talking about the fact that I, I feel like we're living in a real life Dave Chappelle skit and we got a clan member who's like, doesn't know he's black. 
Dude, I I thought we traded him in a in the last racial draft for, thought, for a well, player to be for a person to be named later. Somebody must have forfeited because we. <sighs> how do we keep? How does this dude stay on the? No, you know, you know what I did, and, and I'm petty, so I'm gonna just have a petty moment. So petty I, Murphy. I, <laughs> so I googled him because I was like, man, if he's married to a black woman, I'm she's wrong. He's married to a. The way she looks at him in every picture that I've seen them together, right. she's looking at him like you know I own you, right? Larry, here's <laughs> like, the thing. There's the funny thing about Larry Elder, right? He was a talk show radio host. He was on KABC years and years ago. He's always been that conservative, let you know, right wing conservative. Let me pucker up, bootlick. And the thing with Larry Elder is the fact that the fact that people actually listen to Larry Elder. That is ama- that's astonishing to me. And not so much people that don't necessarily look like you and I and and our, our, our brown brothers and sisters out there. But I'm talking about people that do look like us, that actually are con- mm-hmm. strongly considering voting for this guy. Now, again, I'm not here to, to sway your vote one way or the other. You have a right to vote who, from whoever you want to vote for. But let's put everything in perspective. Number one, Larry, Larry Elder is a misogynist. He, doesn't, he hates himself. And because he hates his people, but he's quick to claim that he's from South Central L.A., even though he ain't seen quick. South Central since in the 1970s when Tookie Williams was running the streets. Okay, so that was the last time probably Larry Elder was around South Central L.A. He ain't seen it since he, unless he passes through it on the 110 going from point A to point B. Um, the thing with Larry Elder is the fact that he will not answer direct questions. No, when it was, a, I, I believe it was a woman reporter that asked him, hey, what is this, this, this study that you quoted? Years ago, that said that women were not as intelligent when it comes to making certain decisions that are in very, very important. And he, man, he bobbed and weaved and ducked and dodged it like, man, he was in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm he, did sitting- the, he did the same thing with the Trayvon Martin question. He basically said that if Tray, if we didn't live in a gang society, what happened to Trayvon Martin wouldn't have happened to Trayvon Martin. And he was specifically asked by. Uh, Candace Owens. No, no. Was that the one with that's Candace a, Owens? That's a whole nother one. But okay. no, this is a Paris. Uh, the white guy that kind of went in on a uh, Naomi Osaka as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, is it was him, and he spe- specifically said to him, he's like, "Yeah, but Trayvon's not a gang member." So, are you, or what are you saying about? He's like George Zimmerman. Don't you wish we had more George Zimmermans who cared about their community and would defend their community at all costs? Trayvon was just an unfortunate mistake, but the man is not a criminal. That's what he said. Well, he also said that slave owners deserve reparations, which means he's stupid because, because they because lost he property. Even, he doesn't even know his history. They got reparations. But here's but here's the problem. This is, this is the dumbing down of society, which we've always said is an important factor, because if you don't do your own research, if you don't do the due diligence that is necessary for you to make a quality decision on whoever you decide to vote for, the thing about it is you're going to follow the fool and the blind leading the blind. And I'm sick and tired. I'm personally sick and tired of people saying, well, just go out and vote. You need to vote with a purpose. Right. Vote. Whoever, if you vote, that's great. That's the first step. Secondly, who are you voting for? And what what do you feel they're going to do differently than the next person? Because to me, California is going to be California, meaning it's going to get increasingly more expensive as time progresses. You're going to have corporations move out. Some are going to stay. You're going to, you have to, the tax breaks and the tax incentives are going to affect only the wealthy and the rich mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the the poor and the quote unquote working class are going to bear the brunt of the, the tax incentives and the tax cuts because they got to figure out a way to facilitate the rest of that money that they're not that, that, that the wealthy and the rich are not paying. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's got to wash the car. 
Somebody's got to get the soap. I mean, I mean, this is one of those things where it's just like um, President Biden was in Long Beach uh, on Monday. And so because my other job, I work for the Long Beach Post, we had to cover that. So we had to go, you know, in depth into that situation. And And the problem with the first of all, there's no choice in my opinion. And I really wish the conservatives would want to change that word. Cause conservative to me means if you have $10, you only want to spend two. It don't mean racist <laughs> as hell, but it's starting to, that's what it means to me now is when I hear somebody say they're conservative, I hear somebody say that, Oh, anything that has to do with black people, they don't, they don't rock with LGBTQ. They don't rock with homeless people. They don't rock with that. That's what I hear. So that's number one. We need to change that narrative. But number two, the Democrats have failed us miserably because they're the they're the party that people kind of equate to oh if we want things to change that's the party we need to go to but they haven't done a damn thing well true but also do when i when i think of there are some uh, black conservatives there are some latino conservatives they're various they're that various doesn't change my thought process well i'm just saying <laughs> i mean your thought process is what it is but the reality is there are those that are out there that may not equate and I'm sure Larry Elder does not equate himself as a racist, but he is. Well, no, he's not. Because we as, always, as 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 he stands, if you if you were blind and you did is, not know that Larry Elder was black, right. would he be a racist? But he, but he would be. But he 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 supports racism and supremacy. Okay. Absolutely. Then he's a racist he, supporter. Okay. I'll but he does, he can't be racist because he's. Right. I mean, we've no, all talked I, about that right. that argument. I'm not going to so beat that with a horse. So he's a racist supporter. That. Yeah, he's he's, he's okay. he, he supports supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so, when I look at Gavin Newsom, yeah, there are things about Gavin Newsom. Like I said on this show, if you listen, if anybody's mm-hmm. listened to the show before we got on the good news, the thing about it is, I wasn't the biggest supporter of Gavin Newsom either. Now, there are certain things about Gavin Newsom I did support mm-hmm. as far as him giving a state stimulus to help people that, that are trying to get back on their feet throughout this pandemic. There are other things that he's been able to do and implement when it comes to trying to help certain people. But also, he's been a, a foe of the small businesses because mm-hmm. small businesses have been the most affected by this pandemic when it comes to allocating funds to be able to not have them shut their doors for the final time. Because even though we're coming, we're starting to, quote unquote, come out of this pandemic, even though it's still here. Um, there are certain businesses that are no longer around. Now it's come to a point where even bigger businesses cannot find enough employees because they didn't realize, hey, they had an influx of people that are coming back outside. They want to be serviced, and now they don't have the people to serve them because they had to lay them off because of the pandemic that happened back in 2020. Right. So it's a, it's kind of a, a catch-22. But I feel now, even if Gavin Newsom does end up winning this election – this is the time to put pressure on Gavin Newsom to get pretty much a lot of things that you want, or at least a good majority of things that you want, because now he feels like, okay, I got to do this. I have to do certain things. And if you, and as I said, time and time again, if you don't use your finances and you don't use your, your pressure and the power that you do have on the state and local level to force these politicians to do what they say they're going to do and what you need them to do in various communities, you're doing yourself a disservice, right. whether you vote for one or the other, you have have to be able to have a plan you have to be able to get out there and say look you are my i'm one of your constituents you're going to do this or will the same way we voted your ass in we'll vote your ass out of office right i see keith is in the chat he 
said LeBron James for governor. Maybe in two years, right now, we got work to do. We got to go out uh, here. And we Keith, had, da, 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 da. You need to be drug tested, bro. Don't 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 get me started on LeBron because I know some stuff because I know some stuff that you don't know. Okay, don't get me started on LeBron. First of all, everybody got dirt. Ain't nobody in this room right now that ain't got no dirt. Let's just say that. Nobody in this room right now that ain't got no dirt. We ain't talking Period. about nobody. We talking about his ass. No, and I got see, some stuff. And I don't, don't go there. The don't go there. You don't go there. No, don't don't Keith, don't cape I, up. Keith, well, I keep a cape. There's no, literally nothing do you that. can tell me about that man that would make oh, me take I, my LeBron oh, James cape off. You've tried it already. No, remember? And, that, and, that, and, that, and I told you to go go seek counseling because that's that's a sickness. <laughs> but You've anyway, I mean, that. you when you look at, I mean, there's no, really no other candidate when you look at who's on the ballot on the ballot box. No, there's not. But I mean, Governor Newsom, and there's some part of me that doesn't know. Okay, is this something that he tried to do because he knew this uh, recall election was coming, or is this something he tried to do because he understands that we're in a situation? But he did, and I believe it was like a two billion dollar um, housing plan. That's it, that is in place to help our homeless population, not only help our homeless population, but to try to provide affordable housing. Our affordable housing out here is weird because I actually looked into an affordable housing place. And if you don't make, I forget what amount it was, but it was like most people make like slightly more than that. Like you barely have to be able to eat in order to get into some of these affordable housings. And L.A. is so expensive that I thought it should have been something kind of like what San Francisco has done. And they basically said, if you don't make $150,000 a year, you're kind of at the poverty level. So it's a little easier to maybe I don't haven't tried, but it seems like it's easier to navigate uh, affordable housing out there. But the one thing that he put on that measure to address the homeless issue isn't just about the housing, because that was my big thing. When when I lived in Hollywood, there was this plan in place to potentially get the building that was vacant and have been vacant for a long time directly across the street from me for that to be homeless housing. And I'm a big fan of housing the homeless. But when they said, hey, we're going to put them across the street, I was like, oh, no, hell no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Because there's problems. There's drug problems, mental problems that I feel needs to be addressed before you just plop them in our neighborhood. And and Gavin Newsom, on his bill, that's one of the things. It's like, let's get them the mental and drug drug or you know, addiction and help that they need. And I think that's the big key. But here's my other question. How do you go about doing that? And how do you allocate the funds and how soon can the funds be distributed to where that does come into fruition at some point sooner than later? Well, that's the other problem with most bills that are signed by politicians. There's only other politicians that are doing the oversight, which means things get lost. I've always said that there needs to be some sort of civilian or oversight on something like well, that. Well, this is why I said, I mean, when you look at what Larry Elder is trying to do, because he his other campaign was to say, okay, we're about give, bringing back good schools, we're, and we're about bringing back businesses, but how can you bring back good schools throughout the entire state when it's not about the schools, it's about changing the system. He's never once talked about changing the system that governs these schools because the public school system has systematically been designed for black and brown kids to fail. No matter what state you're in, if you're in, if your kid is in public school, especially if they have special needs, they're really going to be in trouble depending on where they're living. Now, certain school districts are much better than others. Obviously, here in California, you have the, the ABC Unified School District, which is located in Cerritos, which is more of a fluent community uh but then you have inglewood unified school district which is absolute trash one of the probably the second or third worst school districts in the state of california so how do you balance everything and put it all and make it make sense you can't 
It's a bunch of empty promises, and it's, it's basically fear tactics that they are using to get, to galvanize the troops, so to speak, to be able to get those votes in to say, okay, now that you're in, right. and then once they get in, what's really going to change? And it's going to be hell on earth if if a person like Larry Elder gets into and gets into the governor's office. It's going to be hell on earth for black folks, people of color, the LGBTQ community, everybody that is not white and conservative it's going to be hell on earth and even if some and, and let me say something the 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 white folks that don't go along with larry elder they're going to feel the brunt to a degree because they're going to be saying hey wait a minute man we're not going for this and you he's not going to care mm-hmm. so don't allow fear tactics to dictate your decision on who you're going to vote for vote for the person that you feel is going to be the best candidate overall not just to suit your needs but overall in the state of california i i personally just my personal opinion i don't think larry elder is that guy i think Mm -hmm. for right now you have to stick with the person that you do know which is governor newsom and be like i said earlier put pressure on governor newsom to do things and get things done that need to be done at least enough to where it says hey okay we got something out of the deal. We just didn't come up empty-handed. Well, one of the things that I think is really important um, that we just don't get very often is diversity. When people say diversity, they think, oh, racial diversity. And, of course, we mean that as well. But I think people forget there's nobody that's going to really want to do better for a black the black education system other than somebody who would want to come out of that. I know you don't like LeBron, but, for example, LeBron, that's why he builds a, that – the school in Akron in his hometown. There's nobody who's going to be a better advocate for homeless other than somebody who came out of homelessness. Same thing with addiction. That's why you have a lot of people who went through addiction being addiction counselors. And so when you don't have any, when you have a bunch of people who can't relate to that struggle, they're never going to try to relate to that struggle. They're never going to try to make it better. Um, Keith says he's a product of the Inglewood High School. He says it's the easiest diploma you can get in SoCal. And then Christian says she agrees with me. They're just trying to put homeless everywhere. I don't know if I agree with that because I do see them shipping homeless people oh, out no. of certain when, situations. When, when the time comes, when, when we get closer to the, the World Olympics. Cup, mm. which is in, I believe, 2026 here in Southern California, when we get definitely get closer to the Olympics, mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to have so many homeless station in a particular area because mm. it looks it looks good the rest of those homeless people they're, they're probably going to ship them out to the ie or somewhere in the in the, in the antelope valley mm-hmm. somewhere out in the desert communities where they're not seen and heard and it looks like oh la is just the place to be when they redo skid row because they're in the process of redoing mm-hmm. skid row it's going to look totally different than what we see and what we're accustomed to right now i guarantee and then where do those people go can, I mean, only that, so, and, and it's only going to be so many thousands that, that are going to be housed in a mm-hmm. particular area where it looks nice and it's it's a, a functioning facility and whatnot, and they'll have so many with the with, in the mental health department that will come in and help them in, in that area, and then the rest are going to be you know God knows where. And that's a that's a us problem because if we just sit by idly and say, oh, it's okay for you to herd these people out like cattle and not say anything, that's our fault. And that's why we have to hold well, these politicians accountable. Again, economics and plans are the main value and the main vein to get to the you have to make politicians do things. Absolutely. Don't care I don't care what color they are. If we haven't learned anything from the time of our presidency, and I, and again, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for President Obama. Except for Keisha Bottom. She, get a, she gets it done. Yeah, but she had to get pressure, too. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and also, she had to fight because she was up against a governor in Georgia that was mm-hmm. not on the same side. But she also had to be pressured to. Let's not get it twisted. She had to be pressured to. No different than any other politician. Some are, are, are pressured more than others. But you have to make them do it. You have to show them, hey, you're going to do this, as I said before, or else. That's mm-hmm. just the bottom line. If you go back in, in history, hey, you want the voting? Hey, you got you guys want the right to vote? You got to make me. That's what Lyndon B. Johnson told Dr. King. You got to make me. You got to make me sign this bill. Not going to do it. You got to make me do it. Ah, that's good. We had Martin Luther King because if it had been Larry Elder, Larry would have said, "Oh no, oh, we don't no, need we're that just sign fine <laughs> over here. We're just we're just dandy. It's swell." I mean, come on, dude. Like, I mean, like I said, please go out and vote, but vote with the purpose. Whatever mm-hmm. you do. And hopefully uh, California will be a little bit better. uh, Go watch Handmaid's Tale. If you haven't voted yet, go watch the first two episodes of Handmaid's Tale and and realize that could be a reality. And then I bet you get your behind to the polls real quick. (laughs) Mm, I bet you will, too. Real quick. Zero to 100 real quick. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all, coming up on the other side of the break, Jackie Ray, what you say? Segment that when she talks about whenever, whatever, good Lord. And also coming up, is there a Brooklyn MC and the one of the wealthy, the world's wealthiest men about to buy Jackie Ray's beloved hometown franchise? I don't know why you say beloved. I don't know. We'll find out on the other side of the break. You're checking out the opposite reaction here on the Good News Radio Network and all streaming platforms. Make sure you stay tuned. We all want to win championships. We all want to be the best. We all want it to be our time. But the difference between imagining the future and being the future is what you do to get there. Only you can make you better. We all want to win championships. What's up, everybody? Once again, welcome back to the opposite reaction right here on the Good News Radio. I'm a little, I'm a little perturbed. I'm giving you the side eye. That is not my theme song. I didn't today. say it was. Well, you said coming back from the break is hey, going to be hey, Jackie hey, Ray. Hey, we what gotta, you why say? you got to tell all our business, man? Because that's how I get hype. It's like the church music. It makes why you, you get tell ready for the business. You got to get ready for the message. Don't Are worry y'all about ready it. for the message? Nah, ain't nobody ready for the message. We got ties and offers. You got to get that money first. You know how right? it go. Well, look, uh, that's a perfect segue because Britney out here passing around the collection plate and well, and which is in her lady area so well hey man let's find <laughs> out on on this episode of jackie ray what you say <laughs> that's that's much better you see like my whole body is like i don't give a like, damn woman. hey 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 <laughs> hey see that's what i need to get me now i can talk about this 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 embarrassment to femalery <laughs> Miss Brittany Renner, you guys, if you, uh, I don't even really want to talk about this woman because, you know, I just don't like her at all. But 
you know, it, she's in the news. So if you don't know, let me give you a little bit of background about Britney. So long before she got her R. Kelly on and seduced PJ, and that's a part of the situation that bothers me, is we always talk about male predators. But if the situation was reversed and this if she was a dude trying to pick up a 19-year-old man, we, we would have a totally different response to it. I don't like the double standard on that, but that's just me. Um, aside from that, she... Was bef- long before she met PJ Washington, she was on all of her social media talking about, um, hey, if <laughs> I can't even say with a straight face, but she's like, hey, if you're trying to get paid, sleep with an athlete without none of them wear condoms, you can get a baby. So the fact that this is out there in the universe and PJ Washington, like everybody else, saw it, and even if he didn't see it, we all warned him. We was all at PJ Washington, like, bro, don't do it. He did it anyway. Now he got a baby. This heifer. Went on her Instagram yesterday and was like, it's stepdaddy season. <laughs> Rabbit season. So, Talk season. <laughs> so she's like, let me go ahead and put this uh, car seat in the back. She's like, I got my car seat in the back. She's like, if it didn't work out, was don't let your baby steal your blood. Something stupid that she said. Anyway, she goes on and on about how, you know, if it didn't work out with one person, it wouldn't work. It, it, it might work out with another. Who's And then she said, it's okay. Some of y'all are scared to have more than one baby daddy, but it's okay. <laughs> and then she said, look, ladies, go out there and get your money. If, you, if you're trying to get your money, go out there and get your money. She didn't say those exact words, but she alluded to it by saying, you know, go out there and do your thing. I am, I am basically yielding the floor to you because you ain't got to worry about any, me anymore. I'm not in the rat race anymore. You, you probably have to worry about them other hoes, but you don't have to worry about me. Her exact words, you ain't got to worry about me. Sis, where is your mother? Now, I know people say don't slut shame, but she all be shame. This is a damn shame. <laughs> this is too much. She has no shame in the fact of what she's doing to PJ Washington. And I look, there's part of me that's, that PJ, I don't care. This is your own fault. We told you not to do it. But the fact that she's once again putting it out there, that she's going to go get her an, a, another, she should have just said sugar daddy and just stop messing with the step. And there's going to be another dude who falls for it. Why? Why are y'all falling for this? Why? Are you falling for the whole rhythm, the whole nation? It's a whole ass mess. <laughs> Y'all can see the face that Nick is giving me. And you and you giving me that face like you're not surprised. But the thing is, is that the league keeps the same like four or five girls. At least if you're going to get a hoe, get a new hoe. Why got to be the same four or five girls? That's so irritating. I mean, she's not wrong. Ugh. She's not. I mean, let's break it down, right, real quick. I'm going to give y'all some game right fast, right? Okay. What she said was not wrong. No. Is it ratchet? Yes. yes. But is it wrong? No. Is, is, is she lying what she's saying? No. The thing about it is you got these dudes like P.J. Washington and others with this suckerific behavior that they continue to perpetuate throughout the body of the country, and they continue to fall for the same trap day in and day out. So it's not no, even a I don't trap. feel it a is tra- a trap. A trap is when you kind of try to be subtle with it. She has been very no. open about her intentions. And what, what and what's the old saying? What you do in front of somebody, it, it they will ignore it mo- versus the the people that try to hide stuff behind mm. you. Mm. So if you walking through the park and somebody's banging, they banging each other out right in front of you, you're going to be totally oblivious to it because you're not going to expect it. But if, with somebody that's trying to sneak behind the bushes, you're going to see the bushes moving. Like, hey, what's going on over there? The most obvious thing is what you you will most people will ignore, right? Mm-hmm. So 
the thing about it is it's a trap, but it's so obvious they continue to fall right into the hole. And that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these dudes continue to fall for the same trap day in and day out. So, no, I don't feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for P.J. Washington. I don't feel bad for any of these dudes that get caught up by knocking up strippers and then they try to give them a million dollars to get rid of the kid and that, that backfires and now they got mm-hmm. they got they go ahead and have a, a whole family with the, with the chick and now you stuck with them for the next 18 years, 18 years, as Kanye was once said. I mean, you are – this is your problem. That's your problem. If you can't strap up at least, you know what I mean, and be able to your your pull if you know your pullout game is weak. Man, cook breakfast and, and put you a can't, plan B in the orange. And juice. you can't and no no no, not even that. If your pullout game is weak. He's right. 19, of course it's weak. Wait, 20 now, but it, yeah. of course it's weak. My bullock game wasn't weak. Oh, stop it. Ain't, he, the man's I a mean, child. He I is a child. Hey, He's a hey, child. Hey, I started when I was 19, Jack. I, I and I'm and there's I'm, no way your pullout game <laughs> Lies. How long? How long did the it? Ta- how long did it take me to have a child? My child is eight years old right now. Okay, all right. So from nineteen to my age where I'm at right mm-hmm. now, it took that was at least over a decade, right? Okay. So all I'm saying is, if you know your pullout game is weak, strap it up. That's it. I mean, I, I feel like understand. It's a one night. It's a one time adventure. You don't get on a ride at Disneyland. And be like, I'm going to get right back on. No, you got to stand your ass in line and wait like everybody else until you get on the ride again. You don't just get right back so in So who, who's in line for Britney right now since everybody's just waiting to get on this damn ride? I mean, apparently enough, she, she out there soliciting. She sure is. She sure is. All so, right. Well, enough. I mean, and and what's really sad is PJ on his, in, well, was it his Instagram or her Instagram? I don't remember. But he's post up, hugged up with another IG model. He about again. to get got again. Suckerific activity. Suckerific. All right, y'all. So this is our moment in our segment, in case you guys are unfamiliar with it. This is our moment in the segment where we actually get down. We go back and forth. Jackie Ray and I, we go back and forth, and we talk about, what, two topics at least? Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're ready, I know I am. I stay ready. Let's get it. Well, go to your neutral corner then, chump. Trying to stop trying to come over here and see what my team is about. Partner. Get it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> All right, let's go. You ready? Let's get yeah, it. I'm ready. All right. So, Jackie Ray, if you don't no. know, she's from The officials are ready. <laughs> if she's from she's from Denver, Colorado, and uh that's the home of the Denver Broncos, the Nuggets, that Colorado Avalanche, so and Colorado Rockies, so mm-hmm. forth and so on. But there's been a report that in I believe in 2022 or 2023, um, the Broncos will be up for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, 2023. So now that's opened up the door for potentially people like Jeff Bezos, who is worth 201 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Z, who's also worth about 1.5 billion currently. Those two are could be potentially in the running to purchase the Denver Broncos. Now. Who do you think has the better chance of purchasing the Denver Broncos? Would it be Jay-Z or would it be Jeff Bezos? Well, number one, Jeff Bezos can buy the whole league by himself and own every single team and and not even dent his pocket. That's number one. Number two, um, I have read that Jay-Z has actually no interest in buying the Denver Broncos. 
He says that that's not something he is interested in at this time. I don't know if it's one of those things that maybe he's saying that because he knows damn well the league does not want black ownership. So he's maybe trying to get a, you know, purchasing group together that they can pounce on it together. But as of today, he says that he's not interested in purchasing the Denver Broncos. Let's say if he was, Mm -hmm. right? Let's just say if he was. Number one, I don't – listen, if you got the bread, the NFL – the NFL will listen to you. The thing with the NFL, and people have to understand about the NFL, is that, just like the NBA, they don't want to deal with a bunch of people. They want to deal with one central person, and then if you have some people under you, then that's fine. Now, I've heard Jeff Bezos' name around, not just around the Denver Broncos, but as I said on my other show, TMA with Nick Hamilton on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145, uh, I said that I heard two names that continue to swirl around a Southern California football team, not the Los Angeles Rams. And Jeff Bezos' name was one of them, along with Steve Ballmer. Um, I can see Steve Ballmer for sure. And the thing about it is, Jeff Bezos, yes, he can buy every team. It's like Steve Ballmer can buy damn near every mm-hmm. team in the NFL because he's worth like 88 or $90 billion himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's about the likability. I don't know how many people like Jeff Bezos. I don't know how much they would be able to you know, want to be able to, to partner up with him. Cause essentially, I mean, it's, it's revenue sharing. It's, it's a split. You got 32 owners. You got to be able to get along at some point. Um, with Jay-Z, he just doesn't have enough money. Even if he was interested, you got to get yourself, your wife, Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey. Okay. I don't think you would need all of that. That's like, four people. Like if, if it was Jay-Z, Beyonce, it's and... worth the, the team is worth $4 billion. The, mm-hmm. the asking price is probably going to be about 4 billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jay Z's worth a billion and a half. Beyonce, we know, is worth probably a billion. Oprah's worth about, what, eight or nine. It's not like you're paying that money. Like, if you say you're buying it today, it's not like you're paying that money on, on Friday. Yeah, but you, still got, but, you still have, but you still have to have it in order mm-hmm. for you to make, the, make the, the bid because the bid could go up. Are we sure that's right? Because I feel like I feel like buying a, a, a football team is the same as, like, if you're buying anything, you. you you, but you got to have the capital. To, you, I mean, but you don't have to have all of the capital right now. You no. have to have the potential of having the capital. Yeah, he doesn't have the potential of having the capital because if you have four billion, if it's worth four billion dollars and you got one point five, that's your whole total, right? According to the reports, mm-hmm. at one point five, you still got to live. Mm-hmm. So you probably are going to be able to work with him maybe five hundred million. Okay, so where's the other three and a half going to come from? You got to get other partners involved because you don't have the money right now. And he could get other partners Jeff, involved. Yeah, but that again, the NFL doesn't if, like dealing with a okay, lot of people. You could still get other partners involved and it just be one person. That happens all the time where it's just one person is the go-to person, but as a collective, you guys have a plan together. Right, but there's, about, there's, that, there's the main person usually is the money person. The mm-hmm. main person is usually the, the person that says, hey, if I got 51%, then I'm, I'm calling shots and and I got I break it down. So then that means it's gonna just be Jeff Bezos if he wants it. Basically, if he wants it, or if there's another tycoon that comes in and is like slides in. But here's the thing: if Jeff Bezos buys the Denver Broncos, do we get meals served to us? Do we have to like? Is there an app that we just get like an Amazon like type of service? I would be surprised because that would be kind of cool. What is the reason why the Bolin family does not want to keep that team? It's probably they can't afford it. Much like we seen with, it, with with the Spanos family, like honestly, they really can't afford it. M- moving, they forward. don't have to buy it though; they just have to maintain it. Well, it costs money to maintain, and money okay, that you but, may not have to the maintain. Den- the, to and, I, and I and I definitely would have to really break this down. But I know, I know this. 
For season tickets, I just relinquished our rights to the Broncos season tickets. But we had three tickets in the North Stands, pretty pretty good seats that were, I want to say six thousand between five and six thousand dollars per year. It's not it's not crazy mm-hmm. insane, but they've never they've never not had season ticket holders. That's number one. The stadium sells out all the time. They sell an insane amount of merchandise. It is literally Bronco country out there. Okay. Um, they're charging fifteen dollars for sodas. You telling but, me you can't you and that's the, they that's not even mentioning the concert care. series. They the don't care. They don't care about that. The, how they make their money? No, I'm not talking about buying it. I'm talking about if you are the family that is already right. in that ownership. But what I'm saying is, if you don't, make, but if you that. don't, if you don't, if you can't boost up PSLs, if you can't boost up advertising and and sales and sales in that regard. When if you, you can't when you boost get it into up. DIA, it's somebody from the Denver Broncos welcoming you in on the PA. Yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, if you can't get those corporate sponsorships, if you can't maintain those corporate those corporate mer- those corporate accounts, and you don't sell PSLs because that's where most a lot all these teams may, majority make their money. When you you're dealing with season ticket holders, that's that's. That's, that's I, extra money. I know, and I don't know which beer it is. I don't know if it's Bud Light or Coors Light, but I know for a fact that the Broncos have an affiliation with one of them. I know they have an yeah, affiliation with Yeah, but it's a mo- but, but when I look at but when okay, look at look at the look at the teams around the league really quick, right? You look at the Dallas Cowboys, you look at the LA Rams, you look at the New England Patriots, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, you look at teams like that. Look at how much they're worth. Look at how much Stan Kroenke effortlessly like just goes and says, "Oh, we want to sign Jalen Ramsey for hundred million. Oh, psh, go ahead, because they can't. That's this is why this is why Dean Spanos was having such a ter- a, a tough time trying to maintain in Los Angeles, even mm-hmm. though his quote unquote team was worth let's say eight hundred million at the time he was in San Diego before he moved to L A. Now it's worth about two billion, but two billion only gets you so far in Los Angeles because it's the second largest market. It's a big market, and you got Stan Kroenke." Who actually just effortlessly, like I said, builds a, a five billion dollar stadium? <laughs> that's more, to me the the most gorgeous stadium I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then he still has the Los Angeles Rams, right? You got you you have Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, but let's take that example. Jerry Jones kicks the bucket tomorrow. Wife dies too. Maybe they're in a car wreck or something. Do you honestly think that that family can't maintain that that team? They can maintain it because they got monies coming in from other sources. Right, but there's no way with everything that Pat Boland owns in the city of Denver. There's no way they have don't oil have money? other sources. I don't. I don't know. If Does what, he have? I don't tech know money? what they. I don't know what they have. I'm just. I'm saying just saying unless he has the Boland family name is all over Colorado. Right. But what I'm saying is unless you have tech money or old oil money that that's, that we talk about generational wealth, mm-hmm. unless you have that to carry you over. You're not gonna make it, mm-hmm. and when, like, like I said, the reason why the L.A. Rams are successful is because you got Stan Kroenke and his wife, who's one of the Wal, one of the Walton children, who mm-hmm. runs Walmart, who's more, who's worth more than he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you talk about ultimate power, right? So if you don't have that, like I said, you're going to struggle, and in today's society, most teams are going to struggle. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the 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 uh, uh, you know. The Baltimore Ravens, like those are teams, eventually are going to struggle because they don't have the means, like the 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 big time owners, even the guy in Carolina that just bought the Panthers mm-hmm. from Jerome. When you had, yeah, there's a white Jerome. <laughs> That's um, always funny to me, Jerome Richardson. Yeah, the white Jerome. He, he because he comes from tech money. The right. same thing Mark Cuban came from tech money. He came from Silicon Valley. You're going to get more Silicon Valley type of people 
Where do you think Jeff Bezos made his money? Silicon in tech in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. That's how Amazon became the, the global icon that it is because mm-hmm. they came from tech. If you don't, if you're not into tech, and I'm sure Jerry Jones is probably tapping into tech that we don't even know about. Oh, his son is. I'm yeah. sure I'll be. I will not be. I will not be surprised that Jerry Jones may be tapping into tech because you listen. Jerry Jones has always been ahead of the curve. Even back in the '90s, when he was the first one, his, his team was the first one to get sponsorship by Nike and Dr Pepper, and the NFL came to him and was like, "Hey." You going to share that? He was like, hell no, go get your own. Mm-hmm. No, my brother, you must get your own. <laughs> that was that. That was Jerry. Mm-hmm. All right? Jerry's always been ahead of the curve. So it wouldn't surprise me if he passed on that we find out later, oh, you know, Jerry invested into this tech company that just mm-hmm. blew up into like a $500 million. And so we're going to carry that. And so well, Steven maybe, takes that. Maybe Ray J will own a team in a little bit because I know he's investing in a lot. Oh, of Ray J is intelligent yeah, as far so. as his, his 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 investment firm yeah. goes. But maybe, maybe. Hey, you never know. I mean, but listen, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if Jeff Bezos is going to uh, be able to 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 you know he if he's going to be accepted. Whatever he wants, he could do whatever he wants, he but will them, he be accepted? Them penis looking spaceships flying around. That man can do whatever he wanted. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. You're checking out the opposite reaction here on the Good News Radio Network and all streaming platforms. Stay tuned. Ladies and gents, welcome back to the Opposite Reaction here on the Good News Radio Network. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram at the Opposite Reaction Show. Make sure you give us a follow. Greatly appreciate it. All right, y'all, the Met Gala. <laughs> Met Gala took place on Monday night. And the Met Gala has always been that, like, eccentric, artsy yeah, type weird. of deal. That part. <laughs> but there was actually some nice fashion that actually came through there, mm-hmm. right? But here's let me let me say this, your boy ASAP Rocky. And I like ASAP Rocky. I think he's a talented dude, right? I, I like the whole ASAP mob. Mm-hmm. I think him and Rihanna make a great couple. Mm-hmm. Why your boy out here walking like he a bowl of cereal, like he a bowl of fruity pebbles? Did you see the outfit that dude rocked? That dude was rocking. Let me tell you something. The Met, that's one of those <laughs> things I have stopped ever since. Oh boy, the one that's in Cinderella now, when he showed up in that full on tuxedo bridesmaid dress. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I appreciate your fashion forward thinking. I'm going to fall behind, though, because this, this is – I saw Little Nas X, and I, was it Little Mama? That, well, somebody was interviewing him, and he was like, do I look cute, though? And she was like, I'm not going to throw shade, so I'm not going to talk about the outfit. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, oh, God. Um, I did not. I saw Steph and uh, Aisha there. I liked how Steph was hyping her up and making her feel like, what is it? Wait, did you see Erica Badu's outfit though? She better not ever go into a bank and ask for a loan dressed like that. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. See, I told you I didn't. I she didn't. dressed like the cover of Mama's Gun 
except in oh, all black. Oh, no, did she? You see the purse she had on? Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Oh, See, no. if I ever go to the Met Gala, I already got my outfit picked out. Whenever I go to the Met Gala, mm-hmm. my outfit's going to be decked what out. What is it? You're not going to tell anybody because you don't want them to steal it? Nope. I got you. I was just nope. really glad that Russell Westbrook went in pants. I was really happy that he <laughs> went in pants. I was so, I was so worried. <laughs> I was like, yay, he got on pants today. Yes. So, uh, No comment. Right. I, 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 I know. I, no, I'll be the one out here to say all it. All the thing I'm going to say is my man out here looking like Captain America with that damn blue hair and the stars all in his head. I thought oh, he was trying God. out for a new Avengers movie. Mm, mm, but mm. he was sharp in that tuck. That Ralph Lauren yeah, tuxedo, that was that. sharp. Yeah. That was sharp. I give I give Russell credit on that one. That was Ste- pretty Steph's sharp. Uh, uh, sparkly tux or whatever. That was nice, too. I really like that, too. There was a couple of nice fits out there. Um you know that uh, Lewis Hamilton came. I saw Lou. Yep. And shout out to Lewis Hamilton because he actually brought a lot of black designers that did not get the opportunity to design in the Met Gala, mm-hmm. and that to me is a problem. You right. can't sit up here and allow black folks to to attend the Met Gala, but you won't allow black designers to participate to dress these people and to showcase their art and their creativity and their designs. And you act like they just don't exist. That to me is a problem, and that has to change. You can't sit up here and say, "Oh, we're progressive. We're about as you your word diversity," mm-hmm. but yet you don't allow those who are influential because the culture that we have, we create and you don't allow, allow the designers to participate. So I, you know what? And I saw some people on social media saying something similar, like, you know, you can't, you can't have all these, you know, last two years ago in the middle of the black lives matter movement, there right. had been a whole bunch of black designers there, but you know, I just subscribe to something different. I don't, I'm not team. Keep asking people who have, who have proven they don't want us there. To, to include us. Create our own stuff. There are enough dope, black, influ- influential people with money that we can create our own version of that. We don't, I, I, I just don't, first of all, I don't even pay attention to the Met Gala. If I hadn't seen all those pictures online of, of that damn thing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known. I don't care because it don't have nothing to do with me. So I don't keep up with it. You well, know what I mean? Here's the thing. I mean, the thing about it is with the Met Gala, I look at it. I, I check out the Met Gala every year. But to your to your point earlier, if we don't say anything, then nothing is going to change. I understand that, but we've been saying it. And at this point in our okay, uh, but, 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 it, but how many black people did you know ten, fifteen years ago that was that many black people at the Met Gala? What I'm saying is that 10, 15 years from now, I would prefer us not to be at the Met Gala at all. And that Why? ours is so dope that we don't need to be asking. I'm I'm just, I'm at the point in my no, I'm life asking, where I'm, I'm, I'm asking why. Because I'm done asking white folks to do the right thing. If they but, don't know how to do the right about, thing now, the thing, they're not going to do but you, it. But uh, here's the thing. In the society that we are currently in, the climate that we're currently in, the thing about it is you have to look at it. In the sense where it's like, look, man, 10, 15 years ago, it, I don't recall this many black folks being able to attend the Met Gala, especially in pop culture, in modern day pop culture or hip hop, whatever you want to entitle it. It wasn't that many. It wasn't that many black folks. There There were some. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was completely like one or two. I'm sure there was some. But I'm saying it wasn't to this degree and this magnitude. That's because we kept pushing and pushing and pushing. My thing is. We have every right to be where everybody else is because we are just as much a part of this country as everybody else. So you misunderstanding me. It's not about do we have the right. That's it's not about that. Of course, every single room, function, organization, whatever in this country, we absolutely have the right to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm saying at some point 
you can't keep asking the same question over and over again. You can't keep asking people who know better to do better when they haven't done better. Well, Create your own thing. Who's at, but at this we point, are we're not asking. I, yes, we just... are, because I woke up to so many people on social media mm-hmm. saying exactly what you said. Like, how dare they not include us? There was no black designers. There was no this. Okay, and you know what? It wasn't too long ago we were talking about the Oscars was so right. We, we, we're going to always okay, so have what's these changed, So what's changed about the Oscars? First of all, not a lot because the Oscars got on that tip right after we boycotted the Oscars. The Oscars mm-hmm. was great that next year. It's mm-hmm. starting to go right back to where they were. Because we, well, and 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 to your partially to your to your point, because we stopped putting pressure on the Oscars exactly. too. Exactly, and that is my entire point. If so I if I got a con- put- no, if I got to constantly yell at you to do the right thing, that means the right thing ain't in you. So let me go over here and so do my own thing. So do you force your way? You force but your way. Let me force my own way. In my so own you force stuff, your way, but my own people. But here's the thing: most people are not going to. First of all, the time that is the, the time that it takes, right? Because we live in a society where it's instant gratification, right? If it ain't done in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. goddamn it, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. It's whack. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. It's not for me. Da 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 da. Right? Every excuse in the book. So what I'm saying is, continue to put to 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 bring notice to a situation that needs to be spoken upon meaning even if we don't longer participate using your your ideology even if we no longer participate but the fact remains we still need to be vocal about hey even if we don't participate in this this is why we don't participate in this and this is why this needs to change period whether we then now we have a choice if we want to participate over here or not because the thing about it is when you look at the overall totality of what this represents people are still going to come no matter what it is, people are still going to want to come because it's that affair that's been built up to be the affair, like the Oscars, like the Golden Globes, like the uh, the Emmys, things like that. We have we have yet to create something away from the Emmys and the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. How long have the Oscars been around? Like seventy five hundred years. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been doing this for what 30, 40, 50, maybe forty. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just never going to subscribe to, oh, yeah, if we keep asking people who have clearly shown they don't want to do it, that one day they're going to, no, that shit ain't going to happen, man. Like, it's, I'm, I, ugh, this hamster wheel that we on, this is exhausting. I'm not a hamster, and I want off. <laughs> like, well, damn it, you can't get off as long as you here. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's time for a brand-new segment we like to call Truth Spoken. Uh, usually th- with this segment, there is a topic that has been blending on my brain, has been bubbling on my chest, saying it with my chest. And uh, this week's topic is none other than the departure of Clay Helton, better known as Gomer Helton. And this past week, he was uh, Clay Helton was recently fired as the head coach of USC, who had been there for several seasons. USC has been in a in mortal peril for several years. Even before Clay Helton arrived, they had been in trouble. Um, the reason why I say the Clay Helton firing did not really necessarily surprise me or give me encouragement moving forward is because what is SC going to do post? Now, Dante Williams, who is the was on the coaching staff, he's the first black coach in USC's history to coach the football program, he's going to be the interim head coach. So congratulations, first and foremost, to him. Now, moving forward, 
I am not encouraged by USC's move because I believe too little, too late. You had an opportunity to make significant change and bring this this program, as many alumni like to call, top five program in the nation. You had an opportunity to get it back to a top five program within a year or two if you had made a right decision and got off your moral high horse, quote unquote, and stopped shaking your finger on your soapbox. And that is you could have hired Urban Meyer as your head coach. Now you let Urban Meyer fly the coop to Jacksonville, which Lord knows, according to the reports, he is already blowing a gasket after losing every preseason game. And damn it, those don't even count. He lost on Sunday and got shellacked by the Houston Texans, who basically have nobody. And he's already blowing a gasket now. How long do you think Urban Meyer lasts throughout the season? And you honestly think that Urban Meyer is going to last another season in the NFL? You better stop smoking that rock that you've been smoking on and bought off the block. Because let me tell you something. Urban Meyer is not going to last that much longer. And as I told somebody who we both know, I'm not going to reveal names because I don't want to put you on blast. But as I told you as well, USC has enough money to back up the Brinks truck and give that man control. I like AD Mike Bone. I think Mike Bone is moving in the right direction. I like his attitude. But the problem I have is hiring a president like Carol Folt, who is an academic nerd. And the thing about it is she has to realize how USC runs. USC is not a higher institution of academia, even though they have, they have great students. This is an athletic school. The, the funding comes from the football program. And then later on, a distant second, the basketball program, men's and women's. After that, everything else is a distant third, fourth, and however, we, whatever order you want to put it in. When I look at the USC Trojans, I grew up in Los Angeles where we did not have NFL teams. Two NFL teams left in 1994. We were sitting there looking like stuck on stupid. <laughs> When Pete Carroll, who was the USC's fifth choice as a head coach, even though Pete Carroll had previous NFL experience, but he that he was not the winner that he that we know him to be now, as far as taking a, the Seahawks to the Super Bowl twice, winning it once with the supreme quarterback in Russell Wilson. This was pre that. When you got to USC, he turned Carson Palmer into a Heisman Trophy winner. He he brought on Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, who forever changed the game of football at the running back or tailback position. I was there when USC was Hollywood. You, we, uh, our running joke in Los Angeles was USC is our NFL team. They just play on Saturdays because it was a rock star status. It was electric every single game. I never forget being in the stands against Fresno State when they were down by two scores and Reggie Bush single-handedly had 500-plus yards and did the reverse run to go all the way down the sidelines and win the game 50-42. to 42. All right, to, to, to stay at the number two spot in the country at the BCS at that time. They were also a part of history, playing one of the most epic college football championship games against Vince Young and the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they came out on the, on the shit end of the stick. Can't deal with that. It is what it is. I forgave Vince Young for that. I told him that to his face. We good now. Now, you, Pete Carroll has set the bar so high with USC. You cannot have Luke Fickle. You cannot have James Franklin. You cannot have Mr. Lame Duck XYZ over there coming in to, to, to coach your program. Now again, Dante Williams, I wish him well. I hope these, these last remaining games will give him an opportunity to be a head coach somewhere else. And maybe he will be. And I, I hope to, to God that he is because Lord knows the college football system needs more black head coaches. So I hope he gets a, a good program, whether it's D1AA, D2, or another D1 school. 
but he's not the future for USC. USC needs an Urban Meyer or someone from the NFL ranks, possibly a John Harbaugh if he doesn't work out with Baltimore, maybe Cliff Kingsbury if he doesn't work out with Arizona because my prediction was I would like to see John Harbaugh come. I would like to see Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator and have those two merge and be and send in some kids uh, living room trying to recruit them because there's no way in hell if Pete Carroll was here, you wouldn't have had Bryce, the kid from modern day, go all the way to University of Alabama and play quarterback for Nick Saban in Alabama. Reason why? Because USC acts like they're a D3 school instead of remembering that they are a D1 powerhouse that they once were. But because of the modern day death penalty known as the sanctions broke their backs they have not recovered since Snoop kicked down the buildings. So let me tell you something. If you're USC, it's time for you to get a backbone. It's time for you to rise up and remember who you are. You talk about fight on, fight on to what? Right in the last several years with Clay Helton, with Gomer being there, you have fought on to mediocrity. It is time for you to wake up and arise from the ashes of mediocrity and get yourself to a point where you can compete with the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Oregons of the world, the Michigans, the Clemsons, and the Georgias of the world to the point you can say hey we are a top-notch d1 school we are turning this program around and the only way you're going to turn this program around because you do not have the luxury to have a small-minded or a d3-minded type of coach to come in there to change your program around you need somebody with a major name that can come in there la is a big market if you don't believe me look at what the lakers did with lebron and later on added ad resulted in a championship look what the los angeles dodgers did with mookie Betts. look what they're doing with max scherzer and trey turner now bringing in bringing those two guys in look at what the los angeles angels did with mike trout and shohei otani who's national now look at exactly what ucla has done with chip kelly went to oregon went to the nfl didn't fail in the nfl but he still has nfl connections that's why ucla brought him in and now he's starting to probably turn that program to a better uh, in a better direction usc has to do that because usc is prominent on being a football school and if you want to compete with the Nick Sabers of the world, you got to have somebody that comes in because college football is based upon the head coach. Then you learn about the players. You learn, you know, you come to see what the head coach is going to do. You learn about the players that are special after the fact. So it's time for USC to rise up, get it together this season. Maybe wait till Black Monday in the NFL. Maybe search around, see if you can you can reach out to Urban Meyer because he's going to be pulling his hair out if he still has hair left. Hopefully, he doesn't go on another medical leave. And uh, leave you out in the cold. USC has got to get it together. And that's my truth spoken. We'll be right back. Make sure you check out the opposite reaction here on the Good News Radio Network. Stay tuned. All right, y'all, final segment of the Opposite Reaction here on the Good News Radio Network. 
Hey, man, it's been a hell of a show, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Our first episode on the Good News Radio. And it's only going to get better. Yes, it's only yes. going to get better. Yes, you guys, uh, we appreciate y'all in the chat. Make sure you uh, join us in the chat often, especially on this segment, because uh, this is our favorite segment. Yes, um, it is. So All right, yeah. y'all. Bartender, get your glasses up, because here we go. Let's make a toast in it. Every time. Every time. <laughs> How about some Coke 45? Some of y'all don't know nothing about that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All yes. right, y'all. So this is Cheers to You, where we give props to whoever's going on in the world of sports, pop culture, entertainment, politics, whatever it is, we're going to talk about and give them their props for doing great things in the world that we know as today. So ladies first, obviously. I'm going to give my cheers to you to us. Like, we, we took this long hiatus. Aww. We, we kind of just didn't know. We were in limbo. We were doing it um, from my apartment for, for a while. And then it was like, okay, that meant I had to edit, you know, editing for those of y'all. You know, it was just time consuming. But now we have this platform that not we're not only live, but you guys can get in the chat and talk to us. Nick has already said we're not taking your phone calls, which I understand that because I do. I ain't taking I, no damn calls. I, I, I do bring out the crazies. And if we can get you on the phone, that might be too much. But cheers to us for, you know, staying, I'm you. <laughs> staying diligent, finding a new home. Cheers to the Good News Radio for giving us uh, this platform and giving making an app so people can stay with us. And, and interact with us. So cheers to us and good news. It's a good luck. All right. Well, that was beautiful. Uh, my, you know, I got to give you something on that one. Yes, sir. I'm going to give my cheers to you, to my man, to all my wrestling fans out there. They know what time it is. Big E is the WWE Universal Champion. If you watch Monday Night Raw, my man Big E got the title, cashed in his money in the bank. And beat the holy hell <laughs> out of my man Bobby Lashley. Uh, listen, congratulations to Big E. I mean, it was great to see another another brother get the get the title. Um, it's going to be interesting moving forward because the next pay per view is definitely going. I'm sure they're going to have a rematch clause, and so that's going to be an epic match. But congratulations to my man Big E. It was funny because I remember. Six or seven years ago, when they came to Staples Center, we were in the back. This was before the pandemic, where we could actually kick it with people in the back. And Big E was like one of the coolest dudes. Like mm. he took a picture with me, and I just told him, "Like, dude, I'm I'm liking like what you, what they're doing." Which he's like, "Yeah." And this is right before they they formed the New Day, mm. and um, he was just a really down to earth, like really cool. He was quiet. Like you, I had to look twice and be like, "Damn, that's Big E!" Like, <laughs> oh shit. Um, is that the same? Was Trey Young on the Monday night one? No, he was on he was on Friday he night SmackDown. Smackdown. Okay. Went to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. He's a complete troll. Yeah, like I, I loved, loved every I... minute of it. <laughs> it was awesome. That and Brock Lesnar coming back to SmackDown. Oh yeah, I love Brock Lesnar. And so, SmackDown yeah. is actually starting to be a better show than Raw mm-hmm. because they're bringing everybody on SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. And so now you got Roman Reigns and the Usos, and now you got. Paul Heyman, who I think Paul Heyman is absolutely fantastic. His his writing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know the genius of Paul Heyman, go back and study Paul Heyman. Um, but now you got Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar's like a face now. Yeah. He's not the he's not the heel. He's kind of like a yeah. face. And Roman is the is the heel. So it's it's interesting to see what happens uh with those two. But if Brock if they give Brock the belt, that means he's gonna stay for a while. Yeah. You know, Brock likes to come in, 
do his thing and then dip, dip back out, out yeah. to MMA. Mm-hmm. So if he gets the belt, that means he's going to stay for a while. So, yeah, props to again. That's my cheers to you. Yes. for. And I'm going to give myself a future cheers because I'm going to make us some cool little nightcast sippy cups so we can take an actual oh, got, cheers in the fact, future. I got I got to get you your cup. I, that reminds me, I got to get you your you mug. You already got the cup. I got, a, I got a nightcast mug. Oh, you get the shot glasses. I'm, oh, yeah. But I'm talking about, no, something we can put a top on so we can legally have. <laughs> well, I got shot. I actually got a couple shot glasses getting made. I'm just going to oh. see how they're going to come out. I'm going to yeah, see how they're going to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see how they come out. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to the Opposite Reaction. If you missed any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. That's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Make sure you hit me up on all things social media, on Instagram, at NickHamiltonLA, on Twitter, at NickHamilton213. Yep, and make sure you follow me on all things social media, at JRayTheFanatic. And check out NightCastMedia.com, as well as... The Opposite Reaction Show on Instagram. Make sure y'all hit that up, man. All right, y'all. Until next time, until next week, the greatest 60 minutes of your week is gone. We'll be back in another 167 more hours. Till next time, y'all be safe. Take care. We are out this biatch. Bye-bye. Ow. I totally hit my elbow. (laughs)